from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, June 21st. I'm Marco Werman. Hasn't always been happy with the British oil giant either. BP's Tony Hayward will try to smooth things over. Also, France's Nicolas Sarkozy faces a political challenge from a longtime rival and from voters who find him rude. Mr. Sarkozy, he's too strong, you see. I think that we need a president just a little friendly. Plus, the not-so-friendly feelings on the French soccer team. First, this news. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. The man appointed to run a $20 billion fund in the United States to compensate those affected by huge amounts of oil leaking into the Gulf of Mexico has said he's determined to speed up the payment of claims. Kenneth Feinberg was chosen by President Obama to run the fund, which is paid for by the oil company BP. Paul Adams reports from Washington. Kenneth Feinberg says he wants to oversee a process that is fast and transparent. The man who ran the claim fund for the families of victims of the 9-11 attacks seems anxious to reassure the people of the Gulf that this will not be a long, drawn-out affair. In a round of television interviews days after his appointment, Mr Feinberg said he had witnessed at first hand the frustration and anger of people uncertain about their financial future. The U.S. Supreme Court has overturned a lower-level court ruling which barred the American biotech company Monsanto from selling genetically modified alfalfa seeds until there had been an environmental impact study. The ruling paves the way for Monsanto to resume marketing its version of alfalfa. Kevin Connolly reports from Washington. American consumers and regulators have embraced GM crops far more enthusiastically than their counterparts in Europe, where the technology is widely regarded with suspicion and hostility. More than 80% of the corn, cotton and soybeans grown in the United States are genetically modified. Three years ago, a coalition of traditional seed dealers and environmental groups did score a rare victory against the spread of GM plants, a legal injunction which said the government shouldn't have licensed the spread of genetically modified alfalfa, without conducting a proper assessment of the environmental impact. It's that injunction which the Supreme Court has now overturned. Rescue workers in the Republic of Congo have found the wreckage of a plane that disappeared on Saturday with senior executives from an Australian mining company on board. A government minister in Cameroon, where the plane took off, said there were no survivors. Nkem Efejika reports. The plane lost contact with air traffic control one hour after taking off from the Cameroonian capital Yaoundé on Saturday. It was carrying mining executives from Sundance Resources, including the company's chief executive and company secretary. Also on board was one of Australia's richest men, the mining magnate Ken Talbot. The executives were supposed to be visiting the Mbalam area along the Cameroon-Gabon-Congo border region for a project to extract 35 million tonnes of iron ore a year. The British government says the number of its soldiers killed in Afghanistan since the invasion of 2001 has reached 300. The death of the latest, a Royal Marine, was announced on the day that nine NATO personnel were killed in bomb attacks and a helicopter crash in the south of Afghanistan. That makes this the deadliest month for the international coalition this year, with 62 casualties. BBC News. 
An Israeli planning body has approved an initial plan to demolish 22 Palestinian homes in occupied East Jerusalem. The scheme, which is part of a redevelopment project in the Silwan neighborhood, is still some way from being implemented. It's strongly opposed by the Palestinians, who believe it will tighten Israel's control of the area. At least 20 people have been injured in an operation by government troops in Kyrgyzstan to clear barricades from a largely ethnic Uzbek district of Osh, the southern city that was a focus of recent ethnic violence. Witnesses said many people were beaten. The interim government said Kyrgyz forces had come under attack. The BBC Central Asia correspondent says the incident sends a worrying message to thousands of displaced people who are too afraid to return home. The coach of the French team at the Football World Cup, Raymond Domenech, has said his players' refusal to train on Sunday in protest at striker Nicolas Anelka being sent.